Hello, welcome to News from the 504, your best source for New Orleans sports talk and writing. Check us out at viewsfromthe504.wordpress.com or on this very podcast, which you're already listening to. My name's Luca Barrett, I'm your host, and I'm joined by... Schaefer Wedenberg. She's Dane Dane. A little three-man podcast tonight. And we're going to be talking a uh, recap of the Saints-Raiders game. Uh, yeah. So, uh, the Saints lost 35-34 in the Superdome. Uh, Schaefer, you were in the Dome. Yeah, I was there. Reporting uh, live. Reporting live. <laughs> was yeah. it pretty loud? Uh, at times it was loud, but... I mean, most of the time, Saints. The section I was in, like I was in, like the twelfth row, and people were sitting in front of us, like during big games. It was it was weird. Cedric, Jack, and I like pointed out how like our fair our section was just like not loud at all, and like we looked over at the other section, and we were like saying like Jack, why can't you have got those seats over there? Like the fans, they were hyped. But it was just depressing being the only one standing up in our section. (laughs) (laughs) Did you see a lot of uh, Raiders fans? Yes. There were so many Raiders fans. and I mean, me personally, as a Raiders fan. (laughs) Well, I had a bit of a a freak out beforehand because I couldn't find my car jersey. And then I'm like, where is it? It's supposed to be in the shrine. Like, I have a dedicated, like room dedicated in my house for Derek Carr jerseys and I couldn't find it it was just gone so I unfortunately had to support the Saints and like I, what? I, yeah I have the the first opportunity ever to support the Raiders live and I can't do it it was sad I had to cheer for my favorite team instead of my second favorite team <laughs> I knew the Raiders would win, though. Like I, we were walking to the game, and we had we were making our predictions. I was thinking it'd be more of a blowout. I th- I was thinking, thinking, uh, it was going to be like forty twenty four Raiders, but it was closer than I expected. Mm-hmm. Well, it was certainly an entertaining game. Uh, yeah, dramatic, dramatic. Yeah, that ending, man. Um. So I thought we'd we'd make it pretty simple and just kind of go over what we thought our impressions of the offense, the defense, and then just kind of the general impression from... We're talking about the Saints, Schaefer. You can... Oh, Schaefer? Start start your own Raiders (laughs) podcast. Um, So I think the first... We have a lot of concern for the offense. Yeah, yeah, I think there was... Yeah, there's a lot of problems in the preseason. Um, yeah, but it turned out to uh, be fine. The started, I don't think the starting unit ever scored a touchdown all preseason, but man, they looked fantastic against what is supposedly a, a very good Raiders, uh, Raiders defense, and it all started with the offensive line, really. Uh, How many sacks did they yeah. have? Uh, there was that... You know, the third play of the game, Breeze held for too, held the ball way too long. Okay. And fumbled. Strip sack. Um, the, the Raiders' O-line looked really well there. 
looked real, yeah, really good. He was well, only pressured yeah. a couple times. Yeah, that might, that might be more a reflection of the Saints' bad defensive line, but we'll we'll, we'll get to that. Um, yeah. So everyone been hyping up Coil Mack, and the dude just did nothing. <laughs> I know. When he like, I was watching him. I was watching the line a lot of the game, and whenever he was lined up against Armstead, which is most of the first half, he did nothing. Uh, and even even when he got when he, they switched him over to work on Zach Streif on the other side, he still got like one hurry. I think I was looking at the stats. And Armstead allowed no he got no he got a couple hurries uh, Mac did but Armstead only allowed one the entire game to anyone and uh, everywhere right. else the offense looked offensive line looked pretty good too Pete seemed to be doing well at left guard um, and Jari Evans showed up four days before the game and started at right right guard and I, I thought it was very impressive. What else did you guys yeah. uh, see from the offense you liked? Drew Brees. He turned yeah. out, even if he's this old, he's still that good. I mean, 400, what, 38 yards and four touchdowns? That's impressive. Oh, he yeah. also broke some record with that 98-yard touchdown to Brendan Cooks. Mm-hmm. That's impressive. Um, the longest offensive Playing Saints history. Yep. Yeah. Longest pass. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Schaefer, you're having some connection yeah, problems. It's... We're gonna have to drop you, and I'll add you back. It's... <laughs> um. <laughs> so, shoot. Talk about the wide receivers real quick. What? Talk about the wide receivers real quick. Oh, the wide receivers. Um, Brendan Cooks and Woody Sneed played a, a great game. Brendan Cooks had a touchdown, 143 yards, with only six receptions. I guess because of the 98 yards, that made him just really good. And also, um, Woody Sneed had two touchdowns and 172 yards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's... Amazing. Well, I had him on my other fantasy team, but I didn't start him. <laughs> I also had him on my bench of one team, yeah. Yep. Um, but I felt like maybe we need to get our running game a little better, or is it just because of the Raiders running defense? Not too sure. But Ingram had, I guess, an okay game, 58 yards with 12 carries. Yeah, I thought... Um... There were a couple just wide open holes where he brought it about like 10, 15 yards. And they, they yeah. really didn't go back to him or Hightower um, mm-hmm. because the passing game was going so well. Um, and, you know, Mike Thomas also had 60, uh, 60 yards. So the offense was really clicking in every, every way except for, I saw two problems. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's hard to say problems when you had 500 total yards of offense. But yeah, <laughs> um, CJ Spiller with a healthy inactive. Well, oh, really? They chose to activate Tavares Cadet and Daniel Lasco and Hightower over him. Did um, they really play Lasco though? 
He, yeah, he's a gunner on special teams. Yeah, I, I mean, he had one big special teams play, but I didn't really see him run the ball. No. Or, yeah. And Cadet was actually in there more than I expected. I, I, if it were me, I would have put every time Cadet was in the game, I'd rather have C.J. Spiller. But, you know, if he's just going to be standing on the sideline, not even in uniform, what's the point of him being here? It's kind of kind of ridiculous. Um, I don't know if it's him and he's really not not good. I don't know if it was the matchup uh, against the Raiders because the, they used Cadet a lot and that might have been part of the game plan. Um, and the other problem, and this affected my fantasy team, of course, uh, yeah. Kobe Fleener, one catch. I was just about uh, to say that. We should have been targeting him more. Yeah, yeah, he, he was kind of... He might have been more of a decoy. Um, but I don't know, because, like, we have Willie Sneed, Brandon Cooks, Mike Thomas. Like, who else is there? Yeah. Um, I, there I was know. a lot of expectation for uh, Kobe Fenner before the season started. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a big yeah. contract, and it seems like he and, he and Drew are still not quite on the same page. But yeah. he, he is a good blocker, um, so you might have seen that. And he had to chip Khalil Mack a lot at the beginning of plays. I saw them moving him around basically everywhere Mack went. They would start with a tight end to chip him. Um, so he might have been functional in those ways, but he, he was not catching the ball often or targeted often. Yeah, I mean, Drew Brees has the ability to turn any tight end into a great tight end. But he didn't really do it with Kobe Fleener this game. Yeah, I, th- I think they just need a little more time, you know? Yeah. Yeah, true. Um, any- you guys see anything else in the... Oh, I guess uh, they have one turnover, the Breeze fumble. Besides that, it was a pretty perfect game. Yeah, and- I guess that was just like the beginning of the game. The very beginning, yeah. they were just a little rusty there. And, um... Jarius Bird, though. Such a disappointment. I felt like most like big plays or like most penalties were going against him. I don't think I don't. I have no memory of that at all. But um, the offense. Uh, I have one last thing to say, which was, um, it seemed you know uh, when they got down to the goal line, they had to use four downs to get the touchdown, and we got stopped for when we were driving, and we just kind of lose momentum and get stuck taking field goals, unfortunately. So that's just another little kind of tidbit that hopefully they can clean up. And that, I think that's a good Raiders defense. I think so. Um, so if, all, if Drew Brees can keep playing this well during pretty up this season, it should be pretty good. Yep. Um, and now let's move over to the other side of the ball. Uh, the side most people were more excited about and expecting more from. Um, the defense just, they had a, a pretty decent game. Uh, well, decent maybe not. They had a, they had a decent first three quarters. Um, early they got stuck in that bad position with the turnover and they held them to three. And then before the fourth quarter, there were those two, two drives where the Raiders just like shredded them up and then there, every other drive was kind of a, a good stop. Um, what did you guys see? Um, I the feel like it went pretty well. Yard, um, running touchdown, that one play. 
I think it went pretty well until Delvin Bro got injured. Then, like, we gave a big plays, and then, like, easy drives to the Raiders. And wasn't that 75-yard run, like, while Delvin Bro wasn't on the field? Yeah, I think so. Right. That was just some, some bad... Uh, just bad reminds me of what Marshawn Lynch did to us a bunch of years ago. <laughs> He just yeah. broke so many tackles, and it was such a long run. It was nice. But, he smoked. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, even though we allowed 35, I still feel kind of confident. Um, just to take, take out that fourth quarter. Um, I really I thought the linebackers played really well. Laura and I just looked great um, running the whole whole defense. They, they uh, didn't play uh, Stefan Anthony that, that much. No, they didn't. They uh, Ellerby was out, so they started yeah. Robertson, and he looked pretty good in pass coverage, which is his specialty, except for that pass interference at the end. Um, that was controversial. Yeah, yeah, I, I did not like that. I mean, call. it wasn't catchable. I didn't. Cedric kept that. pointing out like the plays Stefan wasn't in. It was a lot. Like, yeah, I think I saw he played, he played like fifty percent of snaps. Um, That's too little. And Boronitis and Robertson played 100%. Um, wow. And uh, Mowdy played a lot, which, I mean, I guess Dennis Allen likes Mowdy more than Ellaby at this uh, Not Ellaby, uh, Stephon Anthony at this point, which is kind of surprising. Um, and in terms of the biggest problem uh, was the pass rush. Um and yeah. I'd say we allowed 167 rush yards, but 75 of that was one play. So what? That's about 90. That's that's pretty good. Um, so the interior linemen seem to be doing their jobs, and the linebackers. Um, but the pass rush was really just terrible. Like half of the yards we allowed are probably from the fourth quarter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, we didn't get like, then half of their points in the fourth quarter. We got zero sacks, zero interceptions, zero forced fumbles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the turnover. We need to try to make them turn the ball over more. We just yeah. gave Derek Carr just so much time. Like, yeah. And, yeah. They were, That's how he was able to throw for over 300 yards. Yeah, Cam, Cam Jordan, I was watching him a lot. He the, he has this thing that seems like it's been happening his entire career where he'll, like, He'll finally start pressing the quarterback right as it's letting go of the ball, you know? It seems like at some point he's just kind of unlucky. Um, okay. But obviously he has, he has big expectations this year to get back to the pro pool again uh, and really be a leader of that defense and getting a lot of sacks. And he really didn't kind of show up. Um, and... The other side, they were trying Bali, they were trying Paul Kruger, the new guy, um, and it, it obviously wasn't working against that Raiders offensive line, which is supposedly one of the best in the league, um, and even their backups seemed pretty good. Yeah, yeah. it was just a good team that we lost to. And... Uh, so now we have a problem, though, the, the defense uh, with the, the cornerback depth. Um, Delvin Bro broke his fibula, or fractured his fibula, uh, 
he'll be out six weeks, they say, estimated. Um, so he'll, he will return, hopefully, at some point. Um, but a lot of these, these young cornerbacks that the team opted to go with over people like uh, Kenyon Lewis and Cortland Finnegan, they, they got to be put to the test. P.J. Williams had a pretty good first game. Um, but as soon as Bro went out, they started going after those other corners like Crawley and Harris. Um, and things got pretty ugly. Yeah. It's a bad news. Um, I think they'll probably go out and, and sign Cortland Finnegan back again. <laughs> um, just while Bro's gone. Um but that's that's certainly the the biggest problem for the Saints. Uh, you could say if you look on the positive side, it's not that long of an injury, and Dennis Allen is uh, you know uh, uh, not cornerback, but the the, the secondary secondary hit, uh, specialist. And that was his you know first job before he became a defensive coordinator in this league. Um, so he believes in those guys. And hopefully they can lock down Odell and Victor Cruz next week. Oh, boy. No. (laughs) So, just, you know, (laughs) to recap, defense did allow 486 yards. Um, One big play, which was a 75-yard run, and besides that, just kind of a lot of, you know, like intermittent uh, passes and and because there was a pass rush, Carr could get it out to eventually the receivers would get open. Um, you guys got anything else to say about the defense? Anything else um, stood out? I think that's it. No, it's no surprise we suck. I mean, it's getting better. It's better than last year. Come on, Schaefer. Uh, no. Yeah. We, last year we ranked 32nd, right? Yeah. Who told us that statistic, but, like... I did. I forget how they... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were closer to the 30, 13th team. That's sad. Yeah, yeah. It's, we were really, really, really bad uh, last year, and I think we are definitely better this year. Um... But we got some other stuff to talk about in terms of uh, just kind of general problems. Uh, Our rookie kicker, kind of, you know, his whole acquisition was pretty weird. Lutz, uh, two for four in his debut. Okay, but one of them, he should really be two for three. The last kick he had was just one of the sixty-one yards. I understand. Yeah, it's understandable. Like I, I, I put this on my recap on the blog. I totally thought he was going to make that 61-yarder. Same. I thought oh, he did man. make it. Once he kicked it, like, everybody started to cheer. I just, I thought he made it. It was but... a hell of a kick. It looks yeah. close. <laughs> yeah. So I, I feel pretty confident, despite, you know, he's technically 2-4. But he had that one that was blocked, and he still got it through. That was pretty cool. Um, and... Another problem, which was, you know, we got we got the ball back with 46 seconds after the two-point conversion by the Raiders, and we didn't have any timeouts. Because we took one at the six, we took our last one at the six minute. Yeah, that's like just poor poor strategy. 
Yeah, yeah. And the Raiders, yeah. Go I ahead. S- I'd say usually Sean Payton's pretty good with with timeouts. Um, we were just overconfident. You know what else is weird? There was not a single challenge yesterday or Sunday. Oh. Yesterday. Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking about all the plays. Like, there really wasn't any controversial call, other than that, like, pass the, interference the ending, at the end. Yeah. But, but besides that, like, I don't remember anything. No. Uh, uh, um, yeah. So, Sean, you know, the timeouts got away from him. We really could have used him. If, if Breeze had another timeout there, could have got a couple more plays. Because we were moving at the end there. That's, we got in field goal range. Um, well, field goal range is a hey, hey, he hit it far enough. He hooked it a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So, I think I'm generally feeling pretty optimistic. I feel pessimistic. I feel optimistic, and I don't believe in those people who say we should tank. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> I, I still hold true to my opinion, which was... I think we're gonna go seven and nine, maybe six and ten. Just I we think lost. We'll have a winning record. Oh, nine and seven. What? Shoot, six and ten is not a winning record. <laughs> yeah, I, I believe in like nine and seven, something like that. Oh, all right. Let's go through our schedule real quick. No, 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 no. That's all right. Not. After the podcast, I want you to explain to me. <laughs> When we are gonna win? Any? We have the third hardest schedule. Shoot. Nah, that's based on last year. Everything changes in the NFL. Yeah. Um. It's hot. Definitely gonna beat them. So. Later. Uh, if you guys have anything, one any last observations or anything you want to say about this week one game, I'm ready to move on. Uh, anything, guys? Um, no, I'm good. Good? All right. Yep. We'll be back in a couple days to preview the Giants game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, until then, uh, thanks for listening. Go check out the website. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.